Hi, and welcome to Wellness with Lana. I'm Lana, your realistic wellness bestie, here to discuss everything from nutrition and fitness to mental health and fun. Join me every weekend for an episode that is entertaining, educational, and can help you become the best version of yourself. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy that you decided to click on and listen in. If you are new, an extra special welcome to you. Whether you found me through social media, scrolling through Spotify, Apple, or just got like a random text from a friend, I'm happy that you are here. You are in the right place at the right time. If you're returning, as always, hugs and kisses. I am proud of this little princessy boss babe community growing and thriving. Be sure to follow this podcast on Spotify or Apple, give it a rating, give it a review, subscribe to the YouTube channel, also like the YouTube, and you can find all of my socials like Instagram, TikTok, and Lemon8, all linked in the description, so be sure to check that out. Let's start off with setting the mood. So it is currently like 5.30 p.m. on a Saturday evening and I woke up very frantically, overslept my alarm, everything went wrong, and this inspired this entire podcast. Um, But, you know, I woke up and I pretty much went straight to work, which never happens. Um, Was still a little, you know, anxious and confused around work, Um, had work, and now I'm back and recording this podcast. And afterwards, I think I'm planning to take a walk, maybe do some Pilates, just to kind of do my morning routine in the evening. Um, And this is what this whole episode is on. I was very inspired because I am not really into the all or nothing mentality anymore. And I really used to be. So the fact that I'm like switching around my entire day um, to still do the healthy habits, but you know, in a different way, It's just such a phenomenal place to be in and I'm able to achieve so much more and I don't have to worry about the fear of failure or whatever. So it's really nice. And that's why I wanted to talk to y'all about that. Um, A high and low of the week. So a high is that I just feel like I've been on top of things. I've been productive and I haven't really been burnt out, even though finals is right around the corner because I've been taking a lot of breaks. I have been studying kind of the Pomodoro technique where it's like 25 to 30 minutes on and then you get like a five to 10 minute break and that really helps me stay focused. So yeah, it's been a pretty good productive week. Um, Everything's been going good and a low is obviously this morning. Everything was going ham, balls to the wall. And I think it was because I stayed up late last night editing the podcast and the YouTube to finish episode 49 and this is episode 50. It's been a frantic week. So yeah, that's what I was doing at around 11 p.m. And normally I'm asleep. So obviously I overslept and then the podcast didn't sync to Spotify. So it wasn't working. And I'm like, I did not just stay up so much more than past my bedtime to get this up and it breaks down. But yes, I had to contact Spotify and things are back to normal. But it was so annoying because it's like I spent so much time last night. You don't understand. But it's up and so I'm very, very happy for those of you that reached out and were like, where's the podcast? I can't listen to it. It is there. Episode 49, all about becoming the Pink Pilates Princess is there. It's just had some issues syncing over to Spotify and Apple. So that was kind of my low. And it inspired this entire podcast episode because, you know, if you talked to me a couple months ago and I would have told you I overslept like 
three hours more than I normally sleep. And I wasn't able to move my body like at all in the morning. I wasn't able to meditate. I wasn't really able to journal. My breakfast was like a handful of granola and I was running out the door with my coffee. Like that was, that was that kind of a morning. And obviously I was a little anxious and whatnot, but I was able to just calm down, breathe through it and not just like just throw away the rest of the day. I wasn't into the all or nothing mentality anymore. I was taking the rest of the day, you know, after work, I'll do some Pilates after work, I'll walk and do those healthy habits that I normally do in the morning that make me feel the best. And if you told me this a couple months ago, I would look at you and be like, there's no way because I had such a bad all or nothing mentality. And it wasn't just like, oh, you know, I overslept. I can't work out. No, no, no. It was like everything. Like if I ate a cookie, then I would just end up binging on all the other cookies because I already ate one. And that is just not a good way to live. Like the all or nothing mentality screws you over so hard. And when something goes wrong, you throw everything out the window. And so it's so difficult to try and make healthy habits because life isn't perfect. And so you're going to get curveballs. You are going to oversleep your alarm. You're going to miss your Pilates class. You're going to not be able to, you know, eat the thing you normally eat. And you need to be able to be flexible and intuitive. Otherwise, you're just going to like panic. And it's going to be horrible and you're not going to really achieve your goals because you're so focused and rigid that it's not going to get you anywhere. You're not going to enjoy the process. You're just going to be focused and rigid and have such a closed off mindset. So it is so important to not have this all or nothing mentality. And when you go come off track, maybe you overslept or you're doing the like you didn't have enough time to do the routines you normally do. You need to be able to come back and do them in a different way. You need to be able to say, okay, well, I don't really have time to work out today, but maybe I'll take a walk during my lunch break. Or I'm not really able to eat my normal like food for lunch, but maybe I'll take a side salad with my pizza at the restaurant. It's all about balance. It's all about being flexible and intuitive. And this is where defeating the all or nothing mentality comes into play. And it's not just like one morning that you oversleep. It is not just, you know, one week that you maybe you skip working out in your normal healthy habits because you're on vacation or you're sick. It is like it could happen. Coming off track can happen anytime and it's normal and it's human. I view going off track not as like going off track on a diet because we don't do that around here. But it's when you're not doing the healthy habits that make you feel the best. If you oversleep your alarm and you can't meditate, like that's kind of going off track because normally you would and meditating makes you feel good or you weren't able to work out today because things just got crazy busy. I view that as going off track, but it's so normal. It's so human and being able to come back on track and do those healthy habits that make you feel good is that's what's important. And the all or nothing mentality can really hinder you from becoming the best version of yourself. Because like, if you're trying to be consistent with working out, maybe you're trying to do Pilates four days a week. And you know, one week, you're only able to do two because maybe you were really busy. If you have the all or nothing mentality, you quit the entire habit because you view yourself as not good enough because you weren't able to do the four Pilates sessions. But this is where being above the all or nothing mentality, not having that can really help you because you learn that Life does not have to be perfect. It's messy. It's life. And so being able to let go of the all or nothing mentality and become the best version of yourself, that is what is important. So let's get into the episode. So after I destroyed the all or nothing mentality, 
I just noticed they achieved so much more. And I'm not scared of failing. I'm not scared of setting big goals for myself because I know that if something happens and I'm not able to achieve them, that's okay. Things just move. Things adjust. Life is messy. That's all right. You're going to be okay. And I feel like when you let go of that mentality, you just have such a growth mindset shift and you learn that things don't have to be perfect. Your goals can adjust and you know, your routines can adjust if you're on vacation, but you're not letting it all go because it's not supposed to be perfect. That is so freeing. So I have five easy steps for you to take when you're off track, where you're a little off balance, you overslept, you had a bad day, you had a bad week, you were sick, you're not doing your normal healthy habits. Here are five ways that you can let go of that all or nothing mentality that tends to plague us all. So first things first is make sure that your goals and routines and your habits are realistic. Now, I know that I'm all for setting big goals and dreams, but there's like a difference between setting like a goal of going to the gym five days a week and, you know, maybe running one day or lifting another day, doing Pilates and just, I'm going to work out for like two hours every day. That's not realistic. I don't have time for that. And you probably won't have time for that every single day either, or I'm only going to eat clean. Well, what happens on your birthday when you want that birthday cake? What happens when your, you know, younger sister wants to go to an ice cream shop? Like, and then you eat the ice cream and then you end up overeating because you're so guilty for going off track. No, your habits, your goals, your routines need to be open-ended. They need to be realistic. And so especially with goals, make sure that you're starting off small, you're building up. You can't just like convince yourself that you're going to be able to wake up at 4 a.m. and have a four hour, you know, morning routine You meditate and journal and work out, like start off small. I have entire episodes on setting goals and achieving them. So definitely be sure to check those out. But like, seriously, start small and with your habits and routines, make sure they're realistic. Um, having like a four hour morning routine is probably not realistic because what if one day you oversleep? Like, You need to be able to adjust and move and flex if things don't work out the way they normally work out. And that's why it's so important to have realistic and flexible routines and habits and goals, because otherwise you're going to just tear yourself down every time you aren't able to make it to the gym five days a week, or you aren't able to eat the salad for lunch. Like you're going to tear yourself down. It's going to destroy your self-confidence and you're a lot more likely to completely throw in the towel and quit rather than saying, okay, well, things didn't go how I normally want them to go, but that's okay. You know, I still have the rest of the day. I still have the rest of the week. This is why I view intuitive eating as important. I view as realistic goal setting as important because you're improving yourself, but you're not choking yourself into a box and making yourself very, very rigid. The second step is stop convincing yourself that you're an all or nothing mentality person. I think that whatever you convince yourself, you tend to like live up to the expectation. It becomes part of your subconscious. And this is why your inner talk is so important. But that's tip number two. Tip number one is making sure that you aren't convincing yourself that, oh, that's just what you always do. Like if you normally eat one not as nutrient dense thing, let's call it bad, even though I personally don't believe there's any bad or good foods, but let's pretend you ate a cookie, okay? A cookie is delicious. It has a lot of, you know, has carbs and quick sugars that are good for your body, but obviously is it as nutrient dense as like a acai bowl with granola and nut butter and antioxidants in the blueberries? No, but it's a cookie. You're going to be fine. 
But instead of thinking, okay, well, I'm not, I normally don't eat cookies, but I ate a cookie. So now I'm going to overeat all the cookies. Like, no, it's okay. You are able to eat a cookie and move on with your life. Just because, I don't know, a month ago you would binge on all the cookies doesn't mean you have to now. You can say, you know what? I enjoyed that cookie. It's good. But now I'm going to go have a nutrient dense meal. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. And you need to convince yourself that even though you might have made all or nothing decisions in the past, that doesn't define who you are right now. Number three is, again, remember how I mentioned the positive self-talk? Yes. Making sure that you are positively talking to yourself. I feel like when things don't go your way, you tend to say just like not positive things to yourself. You tend to tear yourself down and say that like you're a failure, you're you're not not consistent, you're horrible, you're not balanced. Like you say all of these bad things and in the reality of it is it's not that deep. And if you tear yourself down every time you make a mistake, like obviously you are not going to be wanting to achieve those goals. You're going to be terrified to even set goals because you're tearing yourself down. And having positive self-talk to bring yourself out of the spiral is so important. Like let's pretend me this morning. I overslept my alarm. I wasn't able to work out. I really didn't have my nutrient-dense breakfast. I came to work frantically drinking coffee on an empty stomach, which sucks. My cortisol levels were like through the roof. I was an anxious ball of everything. I was anxious about being anxious. And then I positive self-talk myself out of that spiral because I know you can sit in that spiral for a long time, not a day. You can sit in that spiral for like a couple months or even a year. So... I talk to myself and I convince myself that I am safe. I live a balanced, intuitive lifestyle. I am able to do other healthy habits throughout the rest of the day. Not all is lost. And I convince myself that I'm okay. Positive self-talking yourself out of that spiral literally changes the game because you view yourself in a more compassionate light. You aren't, you know, killing yourself for oversleeping your alarm or not being able to go to the gym X amount of days or not eating the normal healthy things you eat. Being able to positively self-talk your way out of anxious situations is so important and it helps you to release the hold that the all or nothing mentality has on you. Hi, Wellness Bestie. I just wanted to let you know that the Healed Eating Disorder Recovery Journal has just been launched by me. I created the journal that I wished I had during my eating disorder recovery. It is 75 days of empty meal plans to make sure you are fueling your body. Water trackers, emotional check-ins, intuitive eating training, different daily recovery challenges, and journal prompts, along with weekly chat sessions where I answer commonly asked questions about eating disorder recovery. You can purchase it by clicking the link below. It is affordable, but to make sure it's even more affordable, use the code wellnesswithlanapod all caps and no spaces to get an extra 20% off. Let's get back into the episode. Tip number four is celebrate the little wins. So I think that a lot of our society just doesn't want to celebrate even the little things. I think you have to like boss babe your way through the corporate ladder, become a CEO, create a business, be a cool fitness influencer with millions of followers to just be celebrated. I personally don't think that's right. I think that little things can be celebrated, little steps back into your healthy routine. If you have been off track for a while within your routine, celebrating the little wins is so, so important. Let's pretend that you worked out three days this week. Like that is something to celebrate. If you normally don't work out that often, that is something to celebrate. Or you 
didn't binge on that sleeve of cookies when you had one. Like that is so important. That is, that is cool. You are making steps to becoming the best version of yourself. Like that should be celebrated. And so I think, you know, celebrate those little wins, celebrate the little steps. You know, if you've been on vacation, celebrate, you know, going back slowly to your normal routine and eating your normal healthy things that make your body feel good. Like celebrate the little steps and celebrate yourself just sometimes because you're able to handle your emotions, celebrate yourself. Like I celebrated the fact that I didn't go into a panic anxiety spiral when I overslept. Like that was celebrated because a couple months ago I would have, I would have had a horrible panic attack and the day probably would have been a lot worse. Also be sure to reward yourself. Be sure to reward yourself and give yourself love and just praise for when you do things right. And when you are making small steps to becoming the best version of yourself. Whether that's, you know, getting a new yoga mat after being consistent working out or, I don't know, getting a cute Starbucks drink, going out with friends, just reward yourself in whatever way it makes you feel the best. I personally like to journal every single night of little wins because I feel like that way I look at myself and I view even the little things as something to celebrate. I am able to boost my self-confidence because I can take away the things that I did correctly And I can just feel so much better because I like look and I say, look at all of the steps I did to become the best version of myself. They might have been really small, like drinking my water, but they were steps and steps matter. Finally, number five is have self-compassion. Now, I understand that when things are just anxious and you wake up and you overslept or you weren't able to consistently go to the gym or eat the normal foods you normally eat, or maybe you've been sick and you haven't been like working out for a while, like have self-compassion, please. Because if you're going to beat yourself up every single time you attempt and you fail at something, things are just not going to go well. And there's actually scientific studies showing that people who have self-compassion and self-kindness are more likely to achieve things and more likely to exercise and more likely to set big goals for themselves because they understand that if they don't reach the goals, if something happens, if they have to take a different route, that is okay. Life is not perfect. You are not meant to be perfect things are messy and that's okay. You need to be able to kind of go with the flow. And that is something I'm personally really working on. And, you know, it's working, not having the all or nothing mentality because I'm working through these steps and setting realistic goals as number one and being able to convince myself that I am not an all or nothing mentality person as number two, talking myself out of those spirals as number three. Number four is making sure that I'm celebrating the little wins. And number five is having self-compassion. These five steps helped me to achieve the goals that I want, to be consistent in working out, to want to eat healthy, to want to set big goals, because I understand if I fail, that is okay. I can pick myself back up. It might be a little messy. It might've destroyed my confidence a little bit, but that's okay. What can I do? Life is not meant to be perfect. You need to be able to dust yourself off when you fall off the wagon, when you go off track and just start little steps back into your normal healthy habits that make you feel good. All right. So I know today's episode was a tad bit shorter. I apologize for that, but I feel like it was very needed to kind of have a shorter episode. I feel like the past couple of episodes have been longer than like half an hour. And so sometimes having a short and sweet episode, a short and sweet pep talk is just what you need. So Before we end the episode off, let's do a quick Q&A with Lana. 
Every single week I ask on my Instagram or anywhere on my platforms to ask questions and I will answer them at the end of the episode just so you and I can just kind of talk more like a face to face. Um, So it's not just like I'm some person out in the, you know, universe, fitness, wellness, Pilates space. I'm someone you can actually like ask questions and have a genuine conversation with. This week's question is very fitting for the episode. It says, how do I not feel like a failure when I am not able to do my workouts or have my normal healthy routines? So using these tips, getting out of the all or nothing mentality, you are not a failure. Life happens. And so being able to just have self-compassion, just work through those emotions, not feel guilty for skipping a workout if just life happens and you aren't able to just understand that you know, your healthy lifestyle is a lifestyle. It's not like a quick fix. It is not a couple month detox. It is a lifestyle. So you have your entire life to be working and going to the gym and being a productive boss babe and eating healthy. So it doesn't have to be perfect now. And it will never be perfect because life is all about balance. I hope you absolutely loved this episode. Be sure to follow this podcast, give it a rating, give it a review. Make sure to go on that YouTube and subscribe to the channel and also give it a like, comment any questions you have down for me and make sure that you also click the link down below for the Healed Digital Eating Disorder Recovery Journal and use the code wellnesswithlanapod for 20% off. And... I will see you next week, my love. Bye-bye.